few times and tried again. That one way to plug into the help of God for life is to serve Him with your gifts. Is to serve Him with your gifts. And you know, my sister was telling me this morning that she is resigning from the work that is not going to allow her to join the choir. see friends I'm excited and my spirit blesses you all my spirit blesses you and I pray for you that much more than God has honored himself in my life he will honor himself in your life yeah. I want to thank you for taking that open rebuke in good faith thank you for aligning some persons will say, Pastor, shame us publicly. We will show him. But you did not show me. Because you can actually show me. I was not around from Monday till yesterday. So I would not even know if there was Riaza or not. But you did me proud. And you have also made God proud. May the Lord bless you all. May the Lord honor you one by one. Yeah. I pray for you from the depth of my heart that the end of this year shall be better for you. Yeah. You have heard people share testimonies of divine surprise. You will also have your own. Yeah. Thank you very much. From within me, I bless you. And I pronounce you blessed. Please help me celebrate these guys one more time. Celebrate them well. Amen. There's a song I want to sing this morning before I begin teaching. Today I'll be teaching more, but there's a song I want us to sing. And it's a prayer. For those who don't understand Yoruba, you will learn it. It's very simple. Very simple. The song says, give me a clear. Sing. You will learn it in simple. 
the pit of hell that wants your family to end this year in tears, that wants your family to end this year in regret, that wants your family to end this year in sorrow, I pray that conspiracy will not stand. Ah, that person is not saying amen. I said it will not stand. No, your amen is not that. I said it will not stand.
me or for somebody else. Who are you praying for? And your so say in the name of Jesus. Is there somebody beside you who is not praying? You can want to help them. Say in the name of Jesus. Whatever. Or whoever does not want me and my family to end this year in joy. I command you to expire. Open your mouth and pray that prayer now. Pray it seriously. Pray it seriously. Pray it seriously. Why are you not praying now? Why are you not praying? Pray, pray. Expire. 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 Whatever, whoever does not want me and my family to end this year in joy, I command you to expire. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. I don't know, but let me say this again. The Lord just spoke to me now. And I want to tell you, there's a family here. There is somebody that your father is trying to help. And that person wants to put your father in trouble. Hear me very well. The trouble that person wants to put your father in, it is that person himself that will enter that trouble. You, your father wants to help them, but they meant it for evil. They want to put your father in trouble. It is they and their own that will enter trouble. You know I don't pray this kind of prayer very well. You know I don't like praying this kind of prayer. But hear me very well. And it all be. She delayed here. It be told of Copa da Solire. Check for you, Baba. Check for you, Baba. Whoever imagines evil. I was in a commercial on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I left on Thursday night. I was preaching on Wednesday. I never opened my eyes to something. Do you realize that the month in which evil is multiple is December? Is it true? Yes. Multiple evil in... Meanwhile, beginning from December 1, you start smelling Christmas in the air. You'll just be walking on the way and you'll be smelling chicken and rice. You're not right. You'll be, how many of you have perceived that smell recently? Just feel it. It's looking like Christmas. How come the month in which God wants you to be enjoyed is the month that the devil has planned to distribute evil? Is somebody ready to pray this morning? Is somebody ready to pray this morning? Pray like this in the name of Jesus. Every satanic dispatch rider. Sent with a with an evil message for my family. You will not arrive. You will not see us. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Satanic dispatch rider. Sent with an evil message for my family. You will not arrive. You will not arrive in not near me. You will not see us. You will not see us. Pray, 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 pray. 
my prayer. Are you with me? It is not new. This thing I'm telling you. In the day Jesus was born, this problem started. Herod said, I heard a king has been born. We will kill him. He sent people. They missed their way. He got angry and he said, Go out now. Every child, two years downward. When did they give birth to the child? Just a day or two before. He now said, Two years down. He wanted to eliminate the chances of his survivor. Say, Two years down, kill them. And the Bible said, There was weeping. Rachel in Rama, Rachel refused to be comforted because her children were no more. Who were no more? But beloved, hear me this morning. By the time Christmas and New Year celebration is over, when I look for you, I will find you. celebrations are over. You will not be missing. Ritual killers will not find you. Hear me very well. You will pray that prayer one more time. You will pray that prayer one more time. And you will pray like a prophet. Receive the voice of the prophet. You say in the name of Jesus. Christmas season is meant to be a joyful one. So in the name of Jesus, I declare it will be joyful for me and my family. Open your mouth and pray like you mean it now. Christmas is meant to be a joyful season. Our joy will not come to sorrow. Uh, peace, Abi, what's your name? You are not praying. It will be a joyful season. Your age is not a determinant factor. God wants to hear your prayer this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Finally, you are going to pray. You will say, Good news.
What are the gifts? Eh? Favor, blessing, and that be well. Then you will not have pleasant surprise to read. Are you ready for it? I say it on the authority of the word of God. Whether they like it or not, next Sunday, this altar, it will take your testimony. I don't know what you enjoyed favor for this week that just passed, but this week, prepare for more. Prepare more favors, more favors, more favors. Are you ready to give that person your second Christmas gift? Are you ready? Yes, sir. Look at them, say my friend. My friend. Don't joke with this gift though. It means a lot to me. But I'm giving it to you. Take the password. And I hope you will give me back. In the name of Jesus, I release favor to you. I release the blessing of God. I release the joy of the Lord. And this is what you will say. Hold the hand, don't hold the hand. You will give them one hand. He said, in 2023, we will be there together. And we will do well. Okay, are you ready to do it for that person now? So you give them a warm handshake. You are holding on everywhere. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. You want to fall for my. Hello, my friend. Welcome to 2023. In that year, I will see you and we will do well. In Jesus' name. Please have your seats in God's presence. Hallelujah. Today I want to teach on the spirit of joy. And if I cannot conclude it today, I'll continue on Wednesday. Meanwhile, thank you, Sister Ajiro, and all of you that came for midweek on Wednesday last week. God bless you real good. Right? If you if 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 you if you are not busy between life and death will not come near you. But if you are not too busy, please be in church on Wednesday. If it is because of you, your parents will come to midweek, let it be. You have become a distributor of joy. Is that okay? So let's meet on Wednesday. But let's begin this service this morning. Our discussion on the spirit of joy. The spirit of joy. Joy is driven by a spirit. Joy is the result of the spirit. Please open with me to Romans chapter 14 and let's read verse 17 and then we'll read the Bible verse that was used to preach at the birthday and the drama 
Whose birthday is this week? Tolu, is this week? Happy birthday to you. The Lord bless you. Yeah. Are you ready to read scriptures together? Romans chapter 14 and verse 17. Can we read everybody together? I want to go. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Did you see that? Did you see that? So Christmas is not about eating and drinking. Christmas is about joy that the Holy Spirit brings. Galatians 5 verse 22. That one, everybody should know it offhand. But because I know many of you do not know, open your Bible. Open your Bible. Do you know it? Yes. All right, let's read together. Everybody. The fruit of the Spirit is love, God. Read it together, everybody. One, two, go. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. God bless you. The Bible there speaking says the fruit of the Spirit is love. And the second thing they are described is joy. I defined joy to you last week as the condition of the inner man. Joy is the condition of your inward being. While happiness is the condition of what happens around you. And I told you that joy can determine what happens around you. But happiness cannot determine what happens inside of you. I gave you an example of a sick person who has a buffet set on the table. As appetizing and appealing as that meal is, he lacks the appetite to eat. So he's just happy about the food. But inside of him, all of you eating that food in his presence, he is not praying for you. Because he's saying, Ah, you are lucky I'm sick today. If it was in the day that I was well, you will know that this food is for me. How many of you are like that? It's normal, it's normal. Somebody loves food in the drama. Food gives him joy. You see that? But thank God for our pastor in the drama who said that food, you know when you eat, the maximum food can stay in your stomach is two days. So if you don't go to the toilet after two days, there's a problem. Is that okay? So, eh? If you stay more than two days, you don't go, go and eat purple or drink orange. You need help. Amen? Some of your younger ones, or even you, you have to help them to bring it out. Joy is the condition of your inward being. It has the power to control the things that happens around you. And this is the psychology 
of victory. The winning side is always the joyful side. And the more joyful the winning side is, the greater their chances of winning more. An example is a football match. Every team that begins the match with joy always wins. But when a team begins a match with fear, quarreling, argument, envy, what again? Lack of plan. They will be defeated. Those are the kind of teams that you score against them one minute of the opening match. When you lack joy, you expose yourself to defeat. Is somebody learning this morning? And this is why joy is very essential for your success in life. Go and check very well. A team that is two goals down, if they don't lose their joy, they will win that match. The World Cup that is ongoing and will be ending in a few days from now is a practical example of how joy can make an insignificant team win. Who on earth ever believed that Ghana can beat Brazil? That your belief is a conditioned belief, man. When we are talking about the professionals of football, Brazil is one of them. Who believed? Who believed that Morocco? Deliberately. 
If anybody comes to you with bad energy, he says, I, I always have mood swing. I'm always moody. I'm not a happy person. Ah! No drive. Such person is a poison. Are you with me? Such person is a when nobody is playing music for you, play your music by yourself. Engineer your door. Be the architect of your door. If you allow men play music for you, they will stop it when you gain energy to dance. They will just pause it and kill your door. Joy killers. Maybe next week, Sunday, I will share something with you about joy killers. The identity of how to discover joy killers. But joy is important. And it is driven by the spirit. And I hope you know that this is not the spirit of our Lord. I want to post to the spirit of God. When you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, the Bible in Galatians 5, 22 to 23 says, He expresses himself with joy, with peace, with gentleness, faith, joy, and several others. Don't joke with your treasure of joy. Don't let any man collect it from you. True joy is a fruit of the Spirit. And when you are full of the Spirit, you will be filled with joy. Is somebody listening to me? When you see a person who is depressed, one of the things you discover in his life is that he lacks joy. Depression and sadness, they are close-door neighbors. They live next to each other. When you meet sadness, lack of joy, the next door you will open is depression. You will not be depressed. Amen. I said you will not be depressed. The Bible says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. When you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, He can bring joy into your life. Such that even when everything around you does not look like it, you still maintain your joy. Because joy has the tendency to make things happen around you, even if they have not been good. Sometimes in life, there is nothing to rejoice about. The situations around your life may not call for joy. When such situations come up, then you must understand why joy is a decision. It is not something you go and buy in the market. It is not something somebody, a human being can give to you. Joy is an inner condition. It is a decision you have to make to choose to be excited at what God is doing in your life. And so, joy is a product of a relationship with God. When you know God, you will know joy. But when there is no God in your life, there will never be joy in your life. Dear friends, I want you to know also that the spirit of joy 
is the spirit, the power that drives you or makes you look away from what you can see with your eyes to looking at what you can see with your spiritual eyes. The spirit of joy makes you to disconnect from the things you are seeing with your physical eyes and connect with the possibilities you can see with your spiritual eyes. For the Bible says, through faith we call those things that be not as though they were. A lecturer may have promised that this exam you are writing, you will fail. Your teacher can say, I've been teaching this course for the past 15 years. Nobody has ever got an A in this subject. That is his own comment. We know that in Christ, we are excellent. And we can do better than what men say with their mouth. It is joy, the spirit of joy, that disconnects you from what men have said to what God has said about your life. This spirit is very essential and every one of us must, as a matter of importance, develop this spirit. Let me share with you quickly what the advantages of the spirit of joy are. What are the benefits of the spirit of joy? When you have the spirit of joy, what benefits readily come to you? I see many of you are not writing, but some of you are writing. I'm excited. Number one. When you have the spirit of joy in your life, it makes you stable. These are the days where people are unstable in hell in many ways. In Romans chapter 4 and verse 20, the Bible there was speaking about Abraham. He said, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Romans 4 verse 20. Many people in life, today you see them, they are happy. Tomorrow they are sad. And the explanation they have is, I have mood swing. Say, he offended me. Because somebody offended you, your mood changed. Instability is the easiest way to a non-productive life. If you make your life cheap like a switch and people can own it and off it as they like, you are giving them the power to control your life. Instability is a curse. It's a disaster. Joy, the spirit of joy makes you stable. It delivers you from mood swings. And somebody is asking me, Pastor, is it possible that somebody can be happy all the time? You cannot be happy all the time because happiness is external. But you can be joyful all the time. Even when I lost my mother, it looked like it was going to be the greatest pain of my life. But I had joy in my heart. I look in water and I look at the kind of life that she lived. And I was joyful that she ended in God. Yes, it was painful that she died at 62. And I wished she lived longer. But God, who is greater than me and I cannot take to court, took her when he desired. As painful as that could be, 
there was still joy in my heart because people did not gather one day in the morning and said they saw my mother flying in the air she's a witch that is doing them my mother was not my mother never for once said go and steal from somebody and bring to the house and let's eat rather if she sees pen in your hand that does not belong to you you will write apology letter is small you will write project to explain how somebody's else's pen became yours joy makes you stable it sustains your countenance and you are stable you are calm you are you are in your comfortable zone not in your lazy zone I'm saying this this morning because I know many of you as Christmas is coming now when you see when you are on your own and you are you are just you know you can make yourself happy you know you're just, you're just happy you know just excited and then you step out you see your friend coming back with three bags I'm just coming from shopping depression will start You were in the house in the morning. Daddy and mommy said, uh, my son, don't worry, the Lord will bless us. Whatever it is we can do to celebrate Christmas, we'll do it. But I'm promising you Christmas will be sweet. But we will do something. And you are happy. You are excited. And then you get to school on Tuesday. And your friend is telling you, my daddy said we'll go to social and so mall. We'll go to social and so shopping place. We're going to travel. We're going to this. We're going to that. And then problem comes for you. You will now have high blood pressure. The reason is because you lack the spirit of joy. I've told you that joy is a fetcher. Joy is a magnet. Those things that your parents have promised you, you can by joy make them happen. When God made a promise to Abraham that he will have a son, the son had not come, but the Bible said he was giving glory to God. He was strengthened in his faith, believing that the one who had promised is able to fulfill that promise. Dear friends, this morning, whatever is called instability in your heart that is making you joyful now, not even joyful, is making you happy now and sad later. It's making you excited now and depressed later. I banish it out of your life. Today you are playing with your friends. Tomorrow you are your own. Tomorrow you are you want to go to church. Wednesday, you say, I think I'm not going there. I'm tired. I'm not interested. It is a product of instability. Let me show you something in the book of James. Turn your Bibles with me to the book of James now. James, the book of James. I think that is James. Uh, is it James 4 now? James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Now let me read for you from verse 5. James 1 from verse 5. He said, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally without reproach, it will be given to him. Let him ask is in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of sea is that true 
tossed by the wind. Now, let's read verse 7 together, everyone. Let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Verse 8, he is... Are you, don't you have a Bible? What did the Bible say? And he is... How many things will such person receive from the Lord? Do you see why it is dangerous to be unstable? Can you put your hand on your chest this morning and pray with me? Pray with me. Pray with me. Say in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, pray. Say in the name of Jesus. I receive the joy of the Lord into my life. I am stable in all my ways. I am not double-minded. I believe God. What he has said concerning me, he will do. I believe your word, oh God. I believe your word. Your word is true. Your word is yes and amen. Your word is settled in heaven. That which you have said concerning me, you will do it. I reject instability of heart. I reject instability of mind. I am stable. The joy of the Lord gives me stability. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Number two, the spirit of joy makes you focus on God. It makes you God-focused. God-focused. If you read Matthew chapter 14, verse 28 down to 31, it was the story of Peter. Peter was, was in the boat with other disciples. You must have read that story before. And then they saw Jesus coming on water. Is that true? And then Jesus saw them. And Peter said, Jesus told them, he said, it is I. And what did Peter said? He said, if it is you, bid me come. And Jesus said, come. And Peter was now looking at Jesus. And as he was looking at Jesus, what was he doing? He was walking on water. But suddenly, Peter stopped looking at Jesus. He began to see the waters. He began to see himself. Hey, say, now me be this. Now me don't walk on top of water like nobody before. And immediately the Bible said, he began to sink. A man who has the spirit of joy is forever God-focused. And each time you are God-focused, you overcome the challenges of life. It makes you focus on God. The, for as long as Peter was looking at Jesus, he could not sink. For as long as he was looking unto him completely, like 12 o'clock. You know 12 o'clock? The long hand, the short hand, the second hand, they are all up together, all on God. But some people say, ah, no, God, no sure. Let's do six o'clock. One hand up, one hand down. One eye up, one eye down. They are looking unto God and they are looking unto man. Let me give you an experiment. Chibor, can you look up and look down at the same time? As you are looking up, can you see down? Oh. Your eye is not sharp. Look up, look up, look down also. No, as, in, as you are looking up, can you look down? You are seeing down. As you are looking up like that, you are seeing down. Answer me, answer me. Your eye wants to be sharp. May you not see, may you not see, Sikusi. You know, it's Sikusi. Ruth, look up, look up, look up, look down at the same time. Can you see down? Every time your eyes are on God, you triumph in life. But the moment you are looking up and looking down, looking up and looking down, you can't see down. The Bible says you are unstable in all your ways and you receive nothing from God. 
So it is essential that you live a God-focused life. That is what the Holy Spirit that brings joy is meant to accomplish. Let me give you one more again and then we shut down to continue on Wednesday. The spirit of joy makes you thankful. It makes you thankful. Ephesians 5.20 It said, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks always. Giving thanks always. Remember that man who was the only one who came back out of ten lepers that were healed. Do you remember that story? It was because the spirit of joy was inside of him. Ten people sick, ten healed. But only one came back. The remaining nine where were there. In our school, in, in our school of theology, we were taught that some of those people, maybe I should also share this point alongside, that what this does for you, the spirit of joy, another thing it does for you is that it delivers you from the spirit of entitlement. Entitlement mentality. I'm tying that to thankfulness so that I can close and then we pray. It delivers you from entitlement mentality. So I want to tell you the story of that man in Luke. The Bible said in, in our theological school we were taught that some of the, the nine lepers, the reason why they did not come back to heal to say thank you to Jesus was because they felt he is our brother. If he does not heal us, what is, what is, his, what is his good? What is his value if he does not heal us? He is one of us. So it is, it, is, it is his responsibility to heal us. So if your father provides your school fees and you don't say thank you, it is an entitlement mentality. And I've told you here, nobody owes you anything. Whatever you get in life is a privilege, including what your parents do for you. Are you with me? Is somebody listening to me? Including the things that your parents do for you. It is what? A privilege. It is not your right. Is it everybody that have parents? Have you not heard of people who, on the day they were born, their father died, their mother died? Have you not heard of people who were born, mother died at birth? Some two, three months or one year later, father also died. Who then becomes his responsibility to take care of that child? If God does not send help, that child will be granted. But I've seen such people become great in life. There's this man, one of the, governor, the former governors of, of Oshun State, Governor Oninola. He said he lost both parents before he clocked three years. Governor Lawakala, who died some, about a year ago now, he said before he was 10, his father and his mother had died. Did he become great? So that's why I'm saying whatever your parents do for you, you must be thankful. Thankfulness is a fruit of the Spirit, driven by the Spirit of joy. Don't have an entitlement mentality. Your parents buy you Christmas clothes. Is, is, this, is this all? Only one? You didn't buy two? Eh? Shade's mother bought five for her. You bought me only one shirt and trousers, no shoe. I mean, no try you. It's an entitlement mentality. And we are always told that gratitude for one 
is the open door for more. You cannot receive more if you are not grateful for what you have. Jesus had five loaves of bread and two fishes in his hand. And there were 5,000 people to be fed. In fact, women only recorded. Men were not recorded. Sorry, men only recorded. Women and children were not recorded. And I hope you know there will be more children and women in that meeting. Because it's women that go to church most. May the Lord deliver women. May the Lord deliver you men. And the Bible said, Jesus took five loaves of bread and two fishes. And what was the first thing he did? What did he do? And the Bible said, five loaves of bread and two fishes multiplied to feed 5,000 men. Do you see how the spirit of joy driving thankfulness can lead you to multiplication? You are complaining of what you have now and you are saying it is not enough. Your ingratitude cannot multiply what you do, what you have. Did you hear me, sir? Your refusal so, to say thank you for what you don't, what you have now, will not bring what you don't have into your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do I need to explain? Eh? You have, you have, uh, who say yes? You have ten naira in your hand, right? And you need hundred naira. Your refusal to say thank you for the 10 naira will not bring 19 naira into your life. Just this week, I received an alarm. It was, was awesome. Six digits. Thankfulness. The spirit of joy drives thanks thankfulness whatever i've received you can receive more it does not answer to your loudest amen it is tied to your joy and your gratitude because before that six digits came are you listening to me what was inside was not much but you will not see it on my face i was still happy as if i have 500 digits are you listening to me there are some of you the reason why you have not moved to your next level is that you are not grateful for your current level do you know that that's your prayer request that that's your current level is somebody else's prayer request you are not here this thing that you have now in your hand that you are not grateful for is somebody's prayer request of 10 years oh you need to go out those things that you have in your hand that you feel it was Chebi is just how many of you used to say that Chebi is just Chebi is uh, is just uh, you know now you know how you say it's just somebody is working hard to have it and you you have it for free Thanksgiving this morning I want us to close this service on a thankful note because appreciation to God is application for more say it after me appreciation to god is application for more god cannot do more if you are not thankful for what you currently have did you hear me sir so every level is a thankful level and every thankful level opens your door to your next level
Don't lock up. I say, if my parents don't buy Christmas clothes for me, then they are not my parents. Hello, sir. They are your parents. Christmas clothes or no Christmas clothes, it does not change who your father is. Oh, somebody is not hearing me. It does not change who your father is. Thankfulness. Whether they buy you okay shirts and jeans for Christmas or they ask you to wash what you have and use. Don't get depressed. If you don't have it today, you will have it. Keep hope alive, my dear friends. Are you listening to me? Keep hope I want us to pray. Stand up and let me tell you a story as we pray this morning. I've said this before, but let me say it one more time. When I left Cross River State to come to Lagos, I came to Lagos with two trousers and three shirts. Are you listening to me? One shoe and one palm. Brown palm. Palm palm like this. It's big and very thick. The sole and the leather, very thick. I wore the life out of it. You are not here. I wore life out of them. I remember that trouser. One black trouser and one color. It looks like a... You know this copper? Copper color. Copper uniform. The trouser. That color. That was the color. One cream shirt. Ah, Holy Spirit, thank you for my days of little beginning. It was bad. But you will never know. Because the way I will iron them. Mm, mm. I ironed that trouser, it was shiny. Because iron show it pepper. And I was thanking God for my tomorrow. I was thanking God. Father, this that I have opens the door for multiplication. And right there, God was doing great things. In the midst of that one day, my uncle took me. My uncle took me to Katangua. Do you know Katangua? You know it? Ah, He took me to Katangua and he shopped for me. He bought me about four or five shirts, two trousers. Thank God for him. Later on, he blessed me with a suit. He gave me my first suit in life as an adult. I had one as a child. That one was a coat. <laughs> that one was a coat. But I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. My appreciation to God for my previous levels opened the door for my new levels. By the grace of God today now, if I want to be wearing one shirt per day, one shirt per day, I can wear for six months and I will not wash them. And I will not, have, I will not run out of options. As I'm standing here, I'm looking into my wardrobe at least shirts that are still unpacked. They can't be less than 15. That is material. Don't clap, don't clap. Don't clap, don't clap. But I'm telling you that your refusal to be grateful for your current level will not move you to your next level. Are you understanding what I'm saying? By the grace of God today, there is no month I don't give out clothes and shoes. There is no month. And it's not the one that I'm not wearing again. No. By the grace of God, I've given out suits. This week again, I'm giving out less than three suits out. Good ones. Not local. Not the one they sold in Idumata. Foreign suits. I'm telling you that God has blessed me 
But this blessing is a fruit of my thankfulness. And that thankfulness is driven by the spirit of joy. Is somebody here this morning? Is somebody here this morning? Do you believe that your tomorrow is great? I'm telling you this this morning to, to inspire you to hope. To believe that tomorrow is great. But the key to unlocking your tomorrow are two things majorly from this service this morning. Gratitude and thankfulness. Will you lift up your hands this morning to God and begin to thank Him? Thank Him for your current level. Suffering under the yoke of sorrow, of grief, mood swing, sadness, and depression. I cast it out of your life. Yeah. Let the joy of the Lord occupy every space in your heart. Yeah. This morning I pray that the spirit of gratitude will rest upon you. Yeah. 
And as you do that, may you be moved to your next level. As we go this week, Lord, please go with us. Bless and prosper us. Let this week answer unto us in great ways. Let there be testimonies next week, Sunday, that you have shown us your favor. I pray for every one of you and I mark you with the blood of Jesus. You will not be taken by evil. Evil will not come upon you. And the blessing of the Lord is coming to your family. As you have said with your mouth that good news is welcome to your life and your family. May good news locate you. Thank you, Almighty Father. Lift our hands and we say, Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. So guys, please take your rest. Go for Sunday school. New members, let's